You're listening to Are You Happy Business Podcast on Captivate. Hello, Are You Happy Podcast. I'm here today with Danielle Mariano, the founder of Mariano Events, which is a nationwide experiential marketing agency specializing in executing high quality sampling events for innovative food, beverage, and wellness brands. During the pandemic, she also founded Mariano Wellness, which is a positive and empowering health and wellness brand in LA, specializing in making critical health and wellness more accessible and affordable for the everyday consumer. Some of their services are breath work, yoga, sound baths, and meditation classes. Danielle, would you mind sharing a little bit about your backstory and how you got here to starting the events company and, and as well as the wellness company? Yeah, thank you for having me first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, so Mariano Events started in 2010. I have a background within the food industry. Also love not only the sales part of things, but marketing and worked with a lot of small emerging brands that were trying to get into retail grocery stores, but also market their products. I felt they needed a better kind of platform and agency to work with. So launched Mariano Events. And basically what we do is we go into grocery stores. So like the Costco sampling, fitness events, pop-ups, going into gyms and promote these small brands. A lot of brands that you can find in different specialty niche grocery stores, um, wellness related, but keto, vegan, you know, kind of plays in that realm. A majority of our clients, some of our clients are more high-end specialty products as well that are imported. Their stories need to be told about the founders, about these unique products that are different than the Procter and Gambles of the world and let's say older consumer packaged processed type foods those big giant companies where they're not always healthy. I think consumers are a lot more understanding of what they're putting in their body and how it's affecting them. And I think these small emerging brands are focusing on the solutions for that. For food and beverage brands, it's like you need to sample it, right? If you like it, your taste buds are different than mine. So you might like something that I don't like. I say you need to try it and buy it. And Costco has clearly... Shown that. So launched Mariano events back then. Uh, then the pandemic came and obviously, you know, we couldn't sample anything. We couldn't really be close to each other and, and try things. And so the focus was more digital at that point and influencer marketing and whatnot. But I'm such a firm believer in us being, you know, close to close or um, virtually, but like one-on-one, like I'm really big about that. Cause I think it's a different experience and a different connection. So I launched Mariano wellness. I felt like we need that one-on-one. We need that closeness of community of being together. Um, but I also care a lot about fitness and I think you need to have your mental health, but you have to have your physical health and they kind of work interchangeably, just like sales and marketing works interchangeably. So Mariano Wellness, that focuses on also bringing these emerging consumer packaged good brands to the community in Mariano Wellness and telling them about it. But it also offers that community different ways to be healthier mentally. We're kind of in a thing where it's what people say we're in a like mental health crisis. So I think having services like breathwork or yoga or Pilates, meditation, those are important, not just 
stuff you're consuming. So we offer those virtually as well as, you know, you get sample boxes of all the cool emerging brands. So you can still try the food and beverages. Very cool. When I always think about like mental health, I always think about like, if you're in a rut, the first two things you should be getting in check is your eating, make sure you're eating healthy and then also like your fitness. So you're doing both of those first two steps and then everything will soon fall into place if you just keep doing those consistently. Is there something, anything in your life, any challenges you've had to overcome through these modalities that you can speak on and like sort of like what was the real inspiration behind at least Mariana Wellness? Yeah, I think the pandemic was tough. It was tough on all of us. But like I said, me being a very like one-on-one person with personal connection and communication and relationships, when we're in a situation where we need to have social distancing, like what is that? Social distancing? That's like, you know, it's it's kind of a, a juxtaposition. Get it? We needed it for our physical health. But I found that really, you know, keeping a small, tight, positive community was super important for me. Also, I learned a lot about myself, you know, making sure having that positive self-talk in times when, you know, it does seem more dark or, you know, things aren't going your way, kind of being your own best friend. You know, I'm a certified yoga instructor. Yoga has helped me through so much, both physically and mentally. But I think with your diet, like what you put in your body, all of those nutrients or lack of nutrients, if it's very, very processed, they have an effect on you in your blood system, in your cells and nervous system that translate to how your mental health is and your self-talk. So I feel like if you're eating all these processed foods, it will translate ultimately not only to feeling, you know, poorly, but also for mental health, eating good, helped through the pandemic and just moving my body, whether it was yoga, any type of exercise, so it doesn't have to be yoga. I had a a breakthrough recently about meditation. I always thought that meditation was like only to be done when you're in a yoga-like environment and you just sit yourself down. But I recently started to just breathe in like moments like this, just like on a podcast call, just like just being mindful and just like starting to just breathe in through the nose and out through the nose and like throughout the day. What does your meditation routine look like? And it seems like you've been an entrepreneur for what, since 2010 now? What has that been like? I'm sure there's a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. Oh, it's a wild ride. (laughs) It's a wild ride. And I would not change it for the life of me. It tests, you know, your mental endurance, provides you with more mental endurance, let's say. You know, it's a time where like, you know, there will be doubts, there will be things like, oh gosh, can I succeed? You know, is this worth all this blood, sweat and tears of working so hard for whatever company? Every entrepreneur would say that. And I know some that really have dealt with like maybe they've built the most successful company and they've dealt with their own you know mental health issues it is a community it's all about like coming together meditation and and breath work those to me are things it doesn't matter if you like crossfit or if you're a runner you still can embrace it it doesn't have to be that yoga hippie dippy type person that's you know only the type of people that know breath work. Breath work is great. You know, I'm a type A personality and most entrepreneurs are are type A. I mean, I'm from New York. Like, oh, we're always going, going. The breath work, you go one breath work practice that I focus on. You breathe in through your nose for four seconds. You hold it 
for five seconds and then you exhale for seven seconds. And the whole goal, you do that and say you do that about 10 cycles, which that could take essentially like maybe you know a minute or less. But the goal is to get control again of your breathing. And, and when you're getting control of your breathing, you're also getting control of your mind. But the inhale needs to be shorter than the exhale. When I started my yoga journey and went through yoga certification, I remember initially I was like, oh my God, breath work, I can't do it. Like I have to be in through my nose, out through my nose. I'm gonna suffocate, I can't do this, I'm gonna die. Like I, I didn't think I could do in through my nose, out through my mouth. I thought it was so weird. You're just, you know, we're used to being in and out through our nose. But when I started to do that and then started to take moments of silence, crawl, walk, run, doesn't happen overnight. So that, that breath work is in through the nose and out through the nose as well, or is it out through the mouth? In through the nose, out through the mouth. That's like just the standard type of breath work that you can do. There's other, there's multiple different facets of breath work, but there is a yoga technique, your ujjayi, pranayama, that's in through your nose and out through your nose. They all mean different things, but I think just for like the person starting out, you know, in through your nose, out through your mouth is fine. But as long as the key is making sure the inhale is shorter than the exhale. Just breathing in general just helps you feel, uh, makes you grounded. You go on about your day being busy like a New York person. And then you just take that second to just stop and breathe. And it's like changes everything. In terms of like entrepreneurship, I think the struggle that I see with a lot of entrepreneurs is that they start something, they do it for like two to three years, and then they want to start something new because they feel like it's not working. But you've been doing this for what 13 years now what is the key to sticking with it for you yeah it's it's consistency and it's showing up every single day every single week every week we have you know monday morning calls and that's with the team and it's you know having our powwow of like okay this is what we have what are we going to do how are we going to tackle this what campaign are we working on how are we going to move forward but it's showing up and it's a lot easier to show up when you have a team or, you know, building a team essentially. But that solo entrepreneurship journey is even more critical. And that's where I think you need to have that positive self-talk that will get you through anything because you're building something, you're building something bigger than yourself. You know, most entrepreneurs, it's like, okay, yeah, you're building something and it's yourself. And I think sometimes people think like, oh, building something to make thousands of dollars and money, but you're having a purpose. You're building a purpose, essentially, whatever that vision is, whether you want to have an amazing health food product or an amazing podcast or, you know, uh, an amazing, you know, agency of marketing and connecting, but you have a purpose you're building for others too. What have you learned about like, culture and community and personnel in general in your business like through this time because i'm sure these weekly monday meetings didn't start it didn't start like that but over time you thought, saw the need for it so what are some like personnel type things that you've noticed through time building a, a culture that will actually like propel the business forward to a place that you want I think it's a lot of embracing um, individuality and different um, people's strengths, different people's, you know, I don't say weaknesses, but areas they can improve on and understanding that. So it's really understanding your employees and, you know, you might have one employee that is completely outgoing and bubbly, you know, but 
maybe they're not as like focused as they need there need to be where then there's another one who's more reserved but a little bit more organized so how do you help each of those people to kind of be better and be more productive and you know work at doing things that's i think you know where you really need to understand where each person's strengths are but yet to still come together and work as a team very cool i like that perspective a lot how long have a month like a weekly meeting has been going on for and like what do, what do those look like how do you like create culture uh, like a positive culture in your team we've had them since literally the you know the beginning of starting it initially it was just me but as i built teams you know you do need that monday morning kickoff call so we have you know had it i would say since really the inception of you know when it was beyond just myself starting out you know being a leader of an organization you do have to wear many hats you have to be strong not just for yourself and not just for whatever purpose of the of the company you're building but for your team you know it's what a leader is it's tough sometimes but even if you have doubt you have to project that you don't have this doubt because these people are looking to you to lead them and grow them so i think whether you're starting with like a positive quote or just that kind of strong cheerleader energy i'm really a big person that you know thrives on different energy that people project but i would say talking to each other appropriately being kind to one, one another within those meetings but i also think an inspirational quote is good to get everyone going yeah it seems like you have like a preach that consistency and you actually like lead by example and show that consistency by showing up every Monday with some sort of inspirational quote. And I feel like that rubs off on everyone. You mentioned earlier that you do some like positive affirmations. I don't know if affirmations was the word, but you tell yourself positive things to keep you going. Is there anything that comes to mind, like a, a mantra or a phrase that you tell yourself to keep yourself going? I say, Danielle, yeah. I love you. I love you. I love you. You know, just, I think really loving yourself first and foremost, is so important. I feel like today, you know, whether you're looking at Instagram or around people, like you see so much and you're more self-critical. I don't think that's good or healthy. So every day I, I'm saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. And I love everyone else too. Love is the answer in general, but you have to love yourself first. Yeah, the phones are a huge thing. And I feel like if you just pay attention a lot of people are spending hours and hours on their phone every day and if you want to like i don't know everybody's preaching about how how to be successful and i think that's like the first step to like control your consumption on your social media and on your phone and what like your usage um is there any things that you've learned through time on how to be more mindful of your usage on your devices yeah social media i have a limit on it where i only can spend 90 minutes a day and it makes me more cognizant. You know, sometimes I, I reach that limit, the notification comes up and I like, okay. And I go on with my day. Um, other times, clearly it says you can ignore it for a minute or ignore it for 15 minutes and keep looking, but I limit myself very much. I also embrace my privacy. I embrace my, myself and my community, my family and friends, keep them tight and keep them protected. I'm very limited on, on what I share. Yeah, one of the habits that I've been doing lately is like for the first hour of my day, I don't even open it up at all. Wake up and go to the gym. And then when I'm in the gym is when I can finally allow myself to use it. 
And I feel like just like even the the feeling of having your phone in your pocket and then choosing not to go on it, I feel like it does something chemically in your brain. That's like that resistance of tempta- temptation to do it. And I'm hoping that through time that that resistance will develop stronger and stronger to the point where I have like full control. But it's super hard to like have full personal control over your consumption and like when you pick up your phone and be mindful every time you pick up your phone. It's definitely very difficult because of how addicting it is. Yeah, I give you a lot of props for being able to set time limits. I think that's a really good resource and way to do it. A question to you, because it's the happiness podcast, is at this point in time, are are you happy and why? I am happy, you know, and every day I choose to be happy. That's the thing. It's a choice. I think we forget it's a choice that we make every day actively because we get caught up in our feelings. We get caught up if we're sad, you know, and it's easy for our feelings to take over, but you have to make it a choice. You have to tell yourself back to that positive self-talk. You have to tell yourself that you are happy, essentially, no matter what you're going through, you could be going through the hardest thing. And maybe, I don't know, maybe happy, it's a subjective word, but it's, you know, a tough word, but I think finding the silver lining, it might be hard to see the happiness essentially, but as long as you're happy within your heart and soul, and I think aligned, then you go. But all these things that you're practicing, like in these things, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, that's amazing. Like, you're 10 steps ahead of the game. But also remember, like, you don't want to strive for perfection. Like every day, of course, you're going to mess up or of course, it's going to be hard every day. But just keep going back to it. It's true. Like, dang, it's like, there are certain days where I'm like, damn, I really lost myself and spent like too much time on my phone. But then like, I just reflect as long as I reflect at the end of the day, I'm like, that was wrong. Tomorrow, I'm going to crush it with my non-conception. I feel mm-hmm. like yeah, you're right. Like it's You get caught up in your head if you try to be perfect in every way of course so we always ask people are you happy and then the second question is if you had to condense everything into one message to tell the entire world what would that message be stay positive you know and keep your circle tight your um your family and friends and your support system you know what you're listening to the mentors you're looking at what you're looking at on social media stay positive and stay true to yourself um, and keep that support system because we all we all need that support system. I love it. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. It's been a wonderful learning from you and the work that you do is really important. Like I said, like that's the first two steps. Whenever I think about mental health and physical health, I'm like, all right, the first two steps is I have to get my eating in check and I have to get my fitness in check, and then everything else always falls into place. I like how you mentioned it's about how you communicate to yourself and what you tell yourself. Like, and you want to make sure that's as positive as possible. Like, so a lot of times people will tell themselves they're in a rut and then, and then they're in turn going to be in a rut. But if you tell yourself, if you question that, that thought and you put more positive sprinkles on it, then it could change everything. Is there anything else that we haven't covered that you would like to tell our audience about happiness or Mariana wellness or Mariana events? No, I mean, you could check out our websites, check out our social. There's nowadays we can all find each other so quickly. Yeah. I want to say is I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you have a happy day, right? (laughs) Of course. Yeah. I like how you say today because a lot of people will give advice, but like it's all about being present. And like, I like how you um, said, have a happy day. What is like actually um, the last thing we do is like, what are your social media channels or your website? That way people can reach you if they wanted to. 
Yeah. So it's www.marianowellness.com, www.marianoevents.com. And then our handles are at Mariano Events and at Mariano Wellness, where you can follow us. Really cool. Thank you so much for being on. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Thank you. Have a happy day. <laughs> you too.